Welcome to Ask Bo, where we take a deep dive into your lives. My name is Bo Sanchez, here to guide you so that you can live a happy and blessed life. Hello, everybody. This is Bo Sanchez, and welcome to Ask Bo, where we answer hard questions. And today's topic is hard because I have a letter right now in front of me uh, written by Teresa. And Teresa is asking, why does St. Paul say that women should not teach in church? Whoa, yes. I'm going to read the entire letter. and uh, But before I do, um, I also want you to know that people ask me that question because I lead the feast. And there was this one woman who asked me a, a very similar question. She said, I noticed that among all the feasts, by the way, that we've got hundreds upon hundreds of feasts all over the world. She said, I noticed that almost all your leaders are men. All your preachers are men, you know. Do, do you have women preachers? And I tell, and I tell her, of course, we do. And she said, but why, where, why, why are there so few? So anyway, I'm going to talk about that as well. So hi, everybody. And I just want to encourage you to please, please, please subscribe to this podcast and review. Because if you do that, more people will get to know about this podcast and we'll be able to help more people and bless more people. So are you ready? Here we go. This is a question from Teresa. Hello, Pastor Bo. Can you explain this verse, please? And then she quotes 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12. And she quotes it from, she's using, uh, Teresa is using the King James Version, okay? But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. Okay, guys, so that's the King James Version, and it's a bit difficult to understand, so let me give you the New Living Translation Version. Here it goes. Here it goes. Very easy to understand. St. Paul says, Do not let women teach men or have authority over them. Let them listen quietly. Okay, whoa. Do you know that in the past 2,000 years, this verse has been the <laughs> the source of so much controversy because it's it's like oh it's so plain and clear saint paul says don't let any woman teach men or have any authority over them Woo! okay so here are my answers teresa when you have a verse like this it is so easy to pluck out that verse out of context and just say, this is now the rule by which we govern church. And so for the past 2,000 years, this has been the rule and we should follow it. Not so fast. I'll tell you why. The way to understand scripture is to let scripture in interpret scripture, meaning to say never do that, never pluck out a verse out of context. Because if this was written by Paul to Timothy, who was the bishop of Ephesus, you have to now look at how Paul practiced leadership in all the churches that he was leading. You also have to look at all the verses of his other epistles and find out, does he have, does he say the same thing? And guess what? No, he doesn't. 
<laughs> I'll give you a very concrete example. Romans chapter 16. He mentions about 30 active leaders in the early church. One third of them, would you believe, surprise, surprise, are women. One third. Now, he mentions 12 of these leaders that have contributed the most to the church. Guess what? Out of the 12, five were men and, drum roll please, <laughs> seven were women. Oh, yes. So, so, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. In Romans, St. Paul, the same guy, yes, the same guy who, who wrote in 1 Timothy 2 verse 12 about, you know, not letting women teach. He's now honoring women who contributed so much to the church. Guess what? He mentions, and this is very controversial. In Romans chapter 16, verse 7, he mentions a name, Junia. And guess what? He says, Junia is, <laughs> this is wild, an apostle. An ap this is wild, right? It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I thought there were 12 apostles and then he was, you know, Judas was replaced and, and, and in the Acts of the Apostles. Don't tell me there's another apostle and, and the apostle was a woman. So Junia was actually an apostle? Whoa! And she's a woman? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> as early as St. John Chrysostom, father of the early church, he said the title, the, the title apostle is, is great already, right? But for Paul to say that she was an outstanding apostle, whoa. So there you have it. So this is, this is my interpretation, and this is only my interpretation, Teresa. But I think 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12 would probably be a very specific case for that particular local church. And that perhaps in that local church, St. Paul was saying, okay, guys, Women don't teach men. Women teach women. And, you know, no, no woman should be on top of other men. So probably. Because, for example, you've got... I'll give you another example. Priscilla and Aquila. They, they, they work with St. Paul. And Priscilla is always mentioned before Aquila. <laughs> in, the, in the Acts of the Apostles. So there's something like, okay, you know. It's like she, she probably is the leader and... Um, you know, again, this this is just biblical biblical scholarship here. I'm I'm going I'm going into li little details here. So basically, this is what I want to share with you: that could it be that this whole idea that women are not supposed to speak in church could that could this be more specific to a particular situation, um, a specific organization, a specific a local church in that this is their need. Can I give you an ex a modern example now? Let me go to the feast. We've got hundreds upon hundreds of feasts in the entire world. We're in 36 countries. I want you to know that we've got feast leaders, feasts that are led by women. Oh, we, we, we've got a lot. However, it's also true that the biggest feasts we have, which are in the Philippines... But there are, there are some big feasts also in other countries, okay? They're led by men. Now, is that because 
we're following a certain theology that according to our theology, it is the men who must lead. I want you to know the answer is it's not a theology. It's not, it's not, we're not doing it because of theology. We're doing it because of strategy. It's a practical strategy. Why? The only reason why we prefer men over women to be leaders and preachers for our bigger feasts is we've noticed that when women lead, fewer men join the community. It's, it's just that, that that's, you know, how, how culture responds to the situation. So as it is, I want you to know that there are already more women in our feasts. By nature and culture, women are more drawn to spiritual things. But when a woman is the overall leader of a group, we've noticed that the gender gap grows. This gender gap has been confirmed by surveys across churches, by the way. In American Protestant denominations, male involvement and membership is higher when the pastor is male, lesser when the pastor is female. But can I say this? Men need Jesus. And families need godly men. We believe many of the problems of the world is a problem of fatherhood. The world is desperate for godly fathers. Society is shattering because we have too many selfish fathers who are abdicating their role as spiritual leaders of their family. This is the reason why in our community, the feast, if there is a man gifted and available to lead the group, we prefer that he take on the overall leadership. And women actually encourage this. They actually look for other men within the feast. And then they, they say, hey, come on, come on, rise up to the call of leadership. Now, saying that, can I clarify this? We in the light of Jesus, that's the name of our community. <laughs> and, and, and the feast is the name of our gathering. We in the light of Jesus call on all women to lead, to serve. Because God gave women many beautiful gifts. And we want them to make full use of these gifts and to bless the body of Christ, to preach God's word, yes, to lead worship, yes, to lead ministries, yes, and to lead feast lights and light groups, etc., and ministries, yes, 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 yes. So just wanted to share that with you. I hope that that answers the question, Teresa. God bless you more. Can we pray? I want to pray for all the women for listening to this podcast, I'm praying that God will use you in a powerful way. Yes, in the area of leadership. In the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, Holy Spirit, can you just anoint all the women, all the women who are listening to me. I pray, Father God, that you anoint them so that they rise up to become leaders and teachers and preachers and servants. I also pray for the men that they will answer your call to serve and to lead in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hey, guys, just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity that I can serve you in this way. And I want you to know that I'm just going to be here for you, praying for you, and keep telling people about this podcast. Subscribe if you've not done so, and review it so that more people will get to know it. God bless you, everybody, and I will see you in our next episode.